Have a special friend here. I guess I should introduce myself. I'm Drew, here every week. Hi, but have a special friend, Pastor Ooh. Steve Kerr, oh. Pellissippi students, Pastor Steve. What do you have for us today? What are we talking about today? Drew, wow, what a what a privilege it is to be here with you, to sit across the table with you, to spend time with the people we love so much. I thought, you know, let's talk about something that we're all interested in. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm, I'm as ready as I can be. Haunted houses. I'm Haunted kidding. Haunted houses. It's I'm that kidding. time of year. It is. It is. We could talk about candy, but that might not be the best follow-up to Dr. Barrett. Uh, it's a terrible follow-up to Dr. How Barrett. How about, you ready? Okay. Everybody hang on. Let's talk about insecurities. I have some of those. Do you? I do. Want to tell us about them? Uh, sure. Uh, I mean, the insecurities come from anything from... Uh, being bad at something, so mm. I'm insecure. So if I think I'm going to be bad at something, like so, like at a wedding, we all go to weddings. There's receptions. You dance at the reception. If you if you're afraid that you're not going to be good at something, does it keep you from doing it? Like if you're like, oh, I'm not good at dancing, so I'm not going to dance at all. Well, I, I'm actually a really good dancer. Oh, so, that's right. I've but there are other you. things that. So that's like I, mine. Yeah, that's where my yeah, that makes in, sense. insecurity. One of the most frequent places mm. it manifests itself. If I don't think I'm going to be good at something, I'm very insecure about that. And so it, I'm just, I'm sidelined. I'm middle school dance up against the wall, just watching, you know, maybe tapping a foot. <laughs> so but how about, how about you? What's, what's a insecurities when they visit Steve? Yeah. yeah. Where, where do they show up? Question. Well, how about this one? Okay. I don't like to run. That's right. That's right. I'm insecure about the way I look when, when you run. I run. <laughs> and that is exactly why I avoid it at all costs. My real insecurity, though, I got to tell you this, Drew. Just okay. Because I got to be honest. I'm fascinated that you're afraid that you're insecure about running. <laughs> no. My real insecurity is I want to be liked. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to be liked by everyone. Every encounter, any experience I have, the first thought that runs through my mind, will they like me? Every time. So then what happens then in that insecurity, you, you're meeting somebody new. Do you then adjust yourself? Do mm. you adapt yourself? Do you try to figure out who they like and then become that person? Or you try to win them over with like another strength? Well, that's a great question. And that's exactly what I'm hoping we can examine in our time together today. But I'll give you this thought. Okay. I think that uh, as a young man, as a young person, as a teenager, and even into my early 20s, I was tempted and most often would try to become or to be someone that I thought they would like. Mm. Uh, however, as I got older, as my uh, relationship with Christ began to blossom and deepen, um, that, that uh, pursuit started to fade. Although the temptation didn't fade, the desire to pursue that started to fade. And there was a realization of like, hey, I'm just going to be myself and let's see what, what God does with this. So, yeah. All right. So, Steve, so I don't know if it's anything like this for you, but for me, sometimes I will be myself. I will be Drew. And then what Drew's, what Drew's putting down, people aren't picking mm. up. So they're not really liking what I'm – and so is it – for me, sometimes then, once again, that insecurity starts to rise. Is that what happens for you? Does the insecurity come back again? Because you gave it a try. You're more mature now. 
you tried to, you know, I'm going to show them Steve, see what they think of Steve. They're not, they're not liking Steve. <laughs> do you give them something else or do you, do you double down? I mean, when that insecurity starts to rise, what happens then? Yeah, no, it, it absolutely starts to rise again. I think right. the, the feeling um, has to be uh, outmatched by my thought process of being a confident of who I am. Right now, I know who I am. I know who God's made me to be, and, and and I'm growing and learning new things every day. But I'm trusting that there are certain individuals that that I will have relationship with and form relationship with, such as yourself. And then there's other people that we're just we're not going to get we're not going to have things in common. It doesn't have mm. to be so aggressive uh, that you know we have to be um, opposed to each other. But it's just you know that that reality that you're not going to like everyone, and not everyone's going to like you. But I want to do my best to not function out of my insecurities, to not act out of my insecurities. Right. So you said something there that I thought was important. So confidence. So where does your confidence, you did say your confidence comes in the Lord. So That's right. where does your confidence, how do you do that? How do you tap into that confidence in, that, in those moments of rising insecurity within? Right. right. Well, I think I could give such long an answer in response to this and I would really like to do it in some practical ways, but I think it's first, it's knowing who God is, right? Because if you're going to have confidence in the Lord, then you need to know who the Lord is. So reading the word is an absolute. Mm. The other thing, and I think this is the thing that I would hope people could walk away with today is it's about, it's about mentorship. It's about companionship. It's about friendship. It's about having people in your life that you can honestly share those insecurities with. Mm. And so it's not just like I'm running to you because my house is on fire. It's I'm coming to this person. I'm coming to this relationship, a friend, you know, a mentor who, whatever it might be uh, for the maintenance, right? For the purpose right. of going, Hey, I want to be confident in who it is that God's created me to be. There's different circumstances that are changing different relationships that have entered my life. Here's some of the things, the thoughts, right? Like, hey, right. am I, am I going to look goofy running, right? Like this thought <laughs> keep running through my head, Drew. Um, but having people in your life that you can honestly be yourself, even in those insecure moments and say, hey, can you help me navigate this? So you're meeting with one of those people. How does that go? You, you found somebody. Maybe, maybe let's start back there real quick. Yes. How do you identify people that you can, well, what's the right way to put this? You can, it's okay to be insecure with. Yeah. And, and, and explore awesome. those insecurities yeah. and, and kind of lay those out bare. Yeah. How do you find those people that you yeah. can share with that? Well, again, two quick responses here. Let's keep it simple. Number one is you can tell a tree by its fruit. So you can see mm -hmm. and experience someone's ability to be authentic, right? You can see that just as you get to know them. And it might not come in that first introduction that when you, get, you meet someone, but over time, if you pursue relationship, then you'll, you'll discover that and you'll see like, hey, I see that they have authentic relationships. Mm. The other part of it is, you know, them being willing to be honest with you, right? And so they're sharing with you some of those things. Their, their insecurities. That's right. Things about yeah, themselves. That's okay. right. That's right. So and it's two-way. That's right. Absolutely. And again, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that I believe it's seasonal in different times and you know, who might be helping who, but reality, a beneficial relationship will, will work two ways like that. Mm. Okay. So you found those people. What is a typical time like that? So, uh, we're, we're close friends. I would say we do this for each other, but That's right. the running has never come up, yes. which is interesting. So that must be like a deep, oh, deep, so deep, you shared with them so more deep. than you've ever shared with me. Yeah. Well, 
Well, let this me tell you. Deep. Okay. Let me tell you why. So Here we go. last night we were at a football game together. Yes. Wonderful game. It was an incredible game. game. Yeah, that's Shout right. out to Sean Bishop, our guy. Yeah, that's right. Shout out Carnes Football. That's right. Um, and, and Oak Ridge, we love you too. Um, but um, watching them play football last night. So I played football in high school. I was, I was not good. Matter of fact, <laughs> I was like the professional tackle dummy. Like they would put me in the position where everybody just was going to just dogpile on top of someone. That was me. <laughs> And so I remember back then in ninth grade, because that was my first year of playing football, thinking, I know I look so goofy running right now. It's I, in your I, head. In my head. I remember that. So last night when we were there, we had our, you know, a couple of our boys with us. Your right. son and my son, our oldest boys were there. And I remember thinking that, like, man, I, you know, it just brought back that memory. So that's why I shared it with you all today. But... Again, those insecurities come up. So right. Yeah. So you're 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 sitting down with somebody you trust. Do you just like open the door first thing when you call them on the phone? Yeah. Hey man, I'm I'm feeling super insecure about something. How do you, how do you typically segue into that conversation? Because it's going to be a pretty real conversation, pretty raw conversation. That's right. That's so right. how do you introduce that That's right. into that that trusted relationship? Well, well, let me do this. Let let me use our relationship. Okay. okay. So. For anybody who doesn't know, and probably there's quite a few that are listening right now, I'm actually a transplant. I moved from Michigan down here to Knoxville right. just about two years ago, right before COVID, December 2019. Great time moved to down move. here, wasn't it? Great Perfect. time to move. So good. So good. Oh, Lord, I love you so much. Um, so moved down here, and um, we know no one. I have no friends, no family. There's no one here. And... Um, being a, a pastor in, in a ministry like students is it's a big deal. You know, Faith Promise, we love student ministry. We believe in the next generation. We believe in empowering the, gen in the next generation. And so I'm trying to find allies right mm. away, right? I'm trying to find allies, people who are passionate about what I'm passionate about. That's one of the things that drew me to you. Other mm. people had told me about uh, the lead block. And so mm. I was like, hey, I, I want to get to know this dude. And so after conversing with you for just a few, I think it was maybe the second time, I remember bringing a problem to you, which circled around being liked. Right. And, I, and I remember saying to you like, hey man, can you help give me some insight? Is there something I'm not seeing here? Because in my mind, as I was reflecting, as I was talking to some of my mentors that I've known for years, I could not for the life of me understand what it was I was coming up against mm. for this feeling. And bro, you brought so much clarity so much clarity by removing me from myself and actually getting me to consider other people. Hmm. That was so good. So, wow. Wow. That's incredible. Okay. So your confidence comes from the Lord, finding people that you can trust, you can share it with. And then when you have those conversations, just really kind of putting it out there, um, stuff that's practical. You're not just saying, and that's why the running one never came up. You don't <laughs> just right. say, Hey, you want to know one of my deepest, darkest insecurities? Don't look at me while I run. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch you run after this podcast now. Please and it, can, maybe we can get it for B-roll footage, maybe. Oh, to overlay. No? All right. Well, that's worth a try. Trying to help you overcome Thank insecurities. You. Okay, so that's, that's actually a, a, a humorous way to kind of make a segue. So when it comes to insecurities, this is something that you and I have talked about, which is... I think there's a latent fear amongst everybody. We've so we've all got insecurities. That's right. The person who's like, "No, I'm really confident in who I am." <laughs> You've got insecurities, That's like right. we all, we all do. That's right. So we're afraid that our insecurities and how we feel about ourselves 
that's who we really are. Mm, that's good. And so that's maybe some of the times we don't like to talk about it, don't like to confront or address it. So we're afraid that's who we really are. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to insecurities, what is a healthy uh, relationship to you and your insecurities? So on the one hand, you want to keep them kind of out there. Yeah. But on the other hand, uh, you don't want to give into them and that's say, right. okay, well, you know, I should never run um, because I'm not, I, you know, I should never dance. I mean, those are silly versions, yeah. but the other one is, you know, I'm tempted, uh, as is anybody when you're meeting somebody new to change who you are to kind of fit. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't go well, well, my tendency is, well, I just won't meet new people. Right. That's just the easiest thing to do. Right. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to confront that insecurity because I'm going to give in to it. So how do you acknowledge your insecurities while also not giving into them yeah. because of the fear of, Oh, well, that's all I am. Yeah. That's all I've, I'll ever be. Yeah. It's How do question. you do that? Yeah, no. So I think again, it's 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 practice, right? Let's just get honest. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some practical ways to do this, but the reality is that we'll try and fail, try and fail, try and win, and move forward. So let me tell you in some mm. ways. First, let me let me say this, and I, this is not a Steve quote by any means. I've heard this <laughs> years ago, but um, one of the things Steve about insecure, <laughs> insecurities is that oftentimes what happens is I'm comparing my insides to somebody else's outsides, my innards to their outwards, right? Mm. They might look like they have it together. They might look confident on the stage, the pulpit, whatever it might be, but inside I can't see what's going on there. Mm. I can feel what's going on inside of me, right? Right. And so one of the things that I've, I've tried to do and try to do and help others discover is to recognize when we start to function out of those insecurities. Mm. And you actually alluded to that in, in your question by, hey, if, you know, if I'm insecure about running, well, then I won't do it, right? Well, hey, I right. haven't you know, gone for a, a run or, or a, a marathon. I'll tell you a story. So years ago, um, Marcy and I, my bride, uh, love her to death, we're, I think it's 18 years. I hope I'm right with 18 years. <laughs> Uh, we're coming up on 18 years, but we ran a marathon together. We ran a half mm. marathon together. And that was one of, that was one of the biggest hurdles because it, it helped me discover that if I had the right motivation, the mm. right partnership, so a person, right. And my wife is not always that person for me, right. A little disclaimer there. Right. Um, but I could try to overcome. So, you know, if I find myself not doing things or avoiding things and I see I'm functioning out of my insecurities, then it's got to be addressed. Mm-hmm. I got to circle back to the person, the people, mentorship, friendship, whatever it is, and say, hey, I need your help with this. And, and then at the, at the other component is that, you know, I trust, I trust you. I trust there are other people here that I trust to help bring those things to my attention. Right. And we can empower people. We ask people, hey, you love me. You're in my life. Will you, will you help me hold accountable to this? Yeah. Uh, that's incredible. Um, so in, when it comes to insecurity, that's how we potentially acknowledge it, but not give into it. Um, and so some thoughts that occurred to me was, so I, I like to think about, uh, the real people of the Bible, cause right. we kind of put the people on the Bible. We've all got heroes that are still alive today. Um, but the Bible is like this lionized, canonized, uh, you know, these like, Marvel characters, they're, they're like immortals almost. That's right. Um, and so we don't think about them in the sense of like them being cut from the same cloth as us. Mm. Um, but when we do, then that's all they are is like these, these bumbling idiots, you know, kind of getting through stuff and not, so it's like, it's almost like we can't see people for the the worst part of who they are and the best part of who they are. That's right. Even though that's what all of us are is this 
amalgamation of both. Um, so I think about to, to a guy like Thomas, um, and I think about how he's known, he's one of the 12 disciples, That's known right. as the, the, the twin. He apparently had a twin brother, um, but known as the, the disciple who was like, oh, I don't think Jesus is, did re- resurrect. You know, I'll believe when I put my fingers in the hole in his side or in the mm. holes in his hands. So, of course, you know, super insecure moment. Jesus shows up and is like, hey, Thomas, go ahead, man. And it's like, <laughs> oh, touch away. Oh, man, I blew it. But that's not like who Thomas was. Like Thomas was actually probably the best way to describe him was a pessimist. Because mm. when Lazarus is, is dying and the disciples are all like, Jesus, you can't go back and heal your boy because they're going to stone you. They're going to probably stone us all. Thomas stands up and is like, oh, man, he wants to go. Let's all go and die together, which is not exactly what you wanted to, you know, it's not let's go and die. Let's do this. Jesus has a plan. Yes. Maybe we won't have to die. So (laughs) don't be a pessimist, Thomas. But it was loyal. You got to think about how loyal that was, his devotion to Christ. Um, And so that's the thing I think about even sometimes is sometimes our insecurities are uh, covering up some of these features of us that are really powerful. So again, Thomas is not known for being devoted. He's known for being doubtful. And what a, what a miss that is. Yeah. Um, but you had something too uh, from Jeremiah yep. 17. Yep. Yeah, so let me, let me read that to you real quick. It says, Jeremiah 17, verse 7, starting with verse 7, says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends mm-hmm. out roots by a stream. And if you think about that, the representation, the, the, the visual representation of that, that we can find our confidence in the Lord. And it's a continue because a stream, that's what it does. A stream feeds what is near it, what plant, what wildlife are, are near it. It feeds it and gives it life. When we find our confidence in the Lord, he gives us life. He gives mm-hmm. us that confidence. So I think that's that's another great way. And you, w- earlier when we were talking about it, you had pointed about the the was the verse nine there where it talks about the heart being deceitful. And I think that in it, it, and again, this is not a new concept or new thought. But you know, we we as a culture, the culture tells us all the times like, hey, follow your heart, pursue the heart, mm. and that is the problem. That's why these insecurities grow and blossom because we think with our heart and we trust our heart, which is a fragile, fragile thing. So. Yeah. Well, as we kind of wrap up today, uh, in a time of social anxiety, in a time of comparison where we're comparing, you know, these Instagram ideals of mm. people with who we are, you know, in our innermost being, um, hopefully today and talking about insecurities helped you recognize not only that you have insecurity, which is part of the part of the battle, but the biggest part is to recognize that not only is having insecurities not actually fatal. It's not the thing that'll kill you. Not having people in your life, not acknowledging that those things are there and then not confronting those in healthy ways. Um, that's, that's where kind of the battle is won or lost. So again, whether you're a Christ follower or not, we hope this really added value to you. Because uh, that's what we're all about here with the Real Love Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve, yes. for joining us. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time.